Welcome back to Extra Shot of Leadership. Hey, Pepper. Kimberly. It's been too long. Way too long. (laughs) I've missed you. (laughs) I wonder, have they missed us? Have the listeners missed us? Because we missed something. We did. We missed a week. Mm -hmm. Can you believe that? I, I, I didn't want it to happen, but we were busy. We We were busy. busy. And so I was like, you know, is anybody even going to notice? One person noticed. One person noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to that one person who called and said, what is going on? It's your, your, it's Wednesday. Yeah. It was my husband. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what happened to the podcast? Y'all not going to do this anymore? It's like, no, we're just busy. But you know what? We're back back in the the saddle saddle again. again. I love it. It just reminded me of this. So back in college, I know this is like rabbit trail. Back in college, I had this friend and he would <laughs> he would have a girlfriend. They'd break up. They'd get back together. They'd break up. They'd get back together. And I'll never forget. We lived in a trailer house and he would walk in and be back in the saddle again. Literally. It was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Oh, I love it. Yes, we are back in the saddle. And I got the same question from my husband. He was kind of like, so is this it? <laughs> Y'all did, did y'all this? break up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, are you even looking at stuff online anymore? I'm like, well, things have been a little bit busy. What I love is that we were aligned. Just the look in the eye, like, what are we going to do? We just could not push it out, and we were both okay with it, which that was great. Absolutely. That was very helpful. I, I know. I, I was feeling a little guilty on my side going, oh, I just don't have it in me. And I yeah. can tell from you, I was like, yes, <laughs> we are aligned. <laughs> So last week, I think we want to continue on from our last week conversation. Is that right? You know, when we were not pushing out a podcast, we had some good conversations. And I think last week's, if I do say so myself, was really good about leadership style and changing your style with the seasons. But that led to another conversation about when are some other times you change your leadership style. And so that's what I think we ought to dig in today. I love it. I I think that this is an important conversation for people who are leading teams, thinking about the seasons, and just when and how do you adjust? So where do you want to start? Do you have some questions or do you want me to get going? Well, I just, I kind of, here's kind of, you know, we both think sometimes in visual, and my visual is that you have this leader that has been put into a leadership position into an existing team that had a previous leader, and now the new leader has a different style from the previous leader. And so I want to talk about what are all the things that can happen around there. So first of all, have you ever been in that situation where you've taken on a team and your leadership style was different from the previous leader? Absolutely. So you walk in and you're told, okay, you're going to take on this team. Yep. And you're excited, right? You're jazzed. You're ready to go. You're like, yeah, I got a vision for this. (laughs) And... You start to do some things, right? You start to ask certain questions or you start to have certain expectations for the work, maybe, whatever it might be. And the team looks at you like, what you talking about, Willis? (laughs) Say what? What? We didn't do that. This doesn't feel comfy. Yeah. I don't like it. Why are you doing that? Because we've never been asked this question before or we've never been expected to do this before or can you just can you just leave me alone and let me do my job? <laughs> this is not the way we do things around here. That's right. And you're the new new kid on the block? Yeah. Man, how many of these little, what you talking about, Willis, how many of these can we throw in on this episode? <laughs> but yes, you are the new kid on the block and they're looking at you and they're saying, uh-uh, 
we're going to, in my opinion, I think sometimes the approach can be, uh uh-uh, we're going to wait you out until you figure out how this system really works. We'll get you in line. That's right. We're going (laughs) to get you in line. I completely agree. So that's the situation. And you were in that situation. What are some of the challenges that you faced when you came into that, that new team? I think the number one thing for me that I have experienced is the teammates, the people that I am now managing, there's a sense of them wondering, do I trust them? Because they had some level of autonomy. They had some goals, whatever they had with the previous leadership. Now, all of a sudden, I come in and I start asking some questions. And what I see is those questions create some level of frustration and they create questions. Why now? Why now all of a sudden am I getting these questions from this new leader? And it damages, it can damage, maybe damages is a little strong, but it can damage that initial relationship building. And as the new leader, I've got to learn, right? I have to learn what is going on. How did we do things? How are things done? And would I recommend a change to that? And if I don't explain that to the new team, the new team for me, right? Those team members are sitting there going, she doesn't trust us. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, great. Now she's going to tell me how to do my job. She's micromanaging. Oh gosh, is this her first time leading a team? You're going to have a number of questions. So fundamentally, base issue is trust. You're potentially damaging the trust with a relationship. I want to know, have you experienced this? Because I think you have. I think you have had this happen. Yeah, I've, I've been on both sides. I've been the employee New leader comes in, very different style, and I'm sitting there going, wait, what? And I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. There's some changes. And I can't say that I'm the one that's pushing back, but I'm definitely pulling back like, whoa, wait a minute. I don't like this. I've also been in the situation where I was the leader and I moved on to a new position and then a new leader came in and the style was a little bit different. And not that the style was bad. It's just different from mine. And so you start to see a team, when it gets uncomfortable, they like to go back to the other leader like, hey, help me out, right? And there's a definite time when you've moved on, you've got to help the other team understand that this leadership may be different, but you need to go back to that leader. And it's it's going to be fine. I think it's a great thing. You know, you've just got to have good conversations where you're pushing them back to the leader that they're supposed to be reporting to. So great point here. And it's that piece of old habits, right? Mm -hmm. Old habits between team members and previous leadership. They want to have that connection, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, I want to go back to where it was working. It's warm and fuzzy. Yes. And you had strong relationships, right? I had super strong relationships, but the relationship has to change a little bit. And I think that's really tough when leaders don't do that. And they they go ahead and invite them into their office and let's talk about it. Yeah, that kind of stinks. You know, it's it's just you're not setting your new leader up for success if you don't push the employee back to where they should be having this conversation. Yeah, so that piece of the relationship has to change. I specifically like your comment about, hey, look, their leadership style might be different, but it's not bad. It's just different. And now as a team, we have to adjust to this new leader. So I know we're saying new leader quite a bit, and I want to get it real clear. This is you're taking over a team. Your leadership style is different from the previous leader. That's one scenario. right? And then the second scenario is, 
I have just gotten promoted Mm -hmm. and somebody else underneath me has gotten promoted. And now there are three layers we're talking about, right? There's the teammates, there's a supervisor, and maybe there's a next level leader up above. Right. And those teammates are going back to that next level leader and saying, hey, help me out. Because <laughs> this person we promoted in the middle is just not working out. It's different. And I love your comment about as that next level leader, you got to push them back. Yeah. You got to push them back to that new leader. Why is that important in your mind? Why is it important for that next level supervisor, kind of two levels up, pushing back the employee or the teammate to their supervisor. Why is that important to you? Well, I think there's several reasons. One is I have other work to do, right? Mm -hmm. I have to be focused on something else. So if I'm always inviting that into my office, I'm not focused on the level of work that I'm supposed to be doing. That would be one. The other is you're not allowing those, the employee and the new supervisor to build those relationships, right? And they're left out. And so I think you've got to push them back. So I think this is a good conversation to have, but you're not having it with the right person. Go back, right? Go back and do that. The other thing I think is when you do push them back or you do send them in to go have the conversation with the other leader is helping them understand what is good about that leadership, right? So it may be a different style, but here's what I see and here's why I think it's good and why it's good for this team. I think you've just got to do all of those things. Man, that's great. And I think it kind of added in there where the thing I would add in there is this piece of development for the new supervisor. Yes. Right? When they are excluded from conversations, they are not learning, right? They are not hearing and understanding how they should address a certain situation or task, whatever it may be. And so they lose out on that learning opportunity if the previous relationship is still existing at the level that it was existing. I yes. think that's great. Yes. And yes. I really, really love the endorsement piece, right? You, you just said, as that next level leader, I should endorse that supervisor style and say, hey, they're different for me. And you know what? There's probably some things about them that are actually better than what I do. Absolutely. I mean, there was a new leader that was so organized, so organized. I was not that organized. And this team needed some organization that I was not able to do. And so I saw it as a great thing. And you just got to help your team see that as well. That is fantastic. And probably unexpected. That team member is looking to you as that previous leader. We had this relationship. And now all of a sudden you're saying, there are some areas I could grow in and this person has certain skills. And you've got to highlight that. You've got to be okay with, I'm not perfect. I wasn't perfect. I had some issues. I didn't talk about them. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. But now I'm talking about them so that they can see that. And they're like, oh, you know what? You're right. We were lacking some organization over here. Yeah. And then when they see the value of that, Yes. There is this appreciation. When they see the value of that, there is this inherent appreciation for, ah, now we see the differences. And it's not bad or good, right? It's just different. Right, right. So I want to go back. I do want to go back to talking a little bit about that supervisor who's come in replacing previous leadership. And how... In your mind, what are some things you would recommend or that you've done in order to communicate to your team members, hey, look, you have this previous leadership, they're gone, right? They retired, they've left the organization, they moved on to a whole other group, whatever it is, you're now in place. 
How do you communicate to the team? This is what I'm trying to do when I ask you questions, or this is my approach to understanding this team. What do you recommend? I think it's conversation, conversation, conversation. You've got to be transparent in this thing right here. So it's, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And how is that How is that helping me? So for example, right? I'm a new leader. I'm asking lots of questions. They're like, listen, my previous leader didn't ask me all these questions. And so what? You don't trust me to do my work? And so explaining to them, I'm asking you these questions because it helps me learn what we're doing here. It helps me learn why we do it. It helps me learn what our processes are. And you don't have to go into because I'm getting ready to make some changes, right? But it helps you see how we operate as a team. And so I think one of the things is explaining that. I think the other is how you say it, right? How you have the conversation. Thank you, right? Thanking them for sharing information with you telling them what that does for you, how that helps you deliver information up the chain, how that helps you think, how that helps you work together. So I think you've got to give them some appreciation in giving you the information. I think the other thing is how you ask the question. And it shouldn't be, so let's just say you want to know why you do something. Well, tell me why you do it that way. That's one way to ask the Mm -hmm. question. Or help me understand what our process is here. And you know, where do we get that information? So using just different vocabulary when you're asking the question, I think can also help soften the conversation. Yeah, even the the tone of it, right? The tone. I'm even listening to your the two examples you give. Your tone changes. One feels a little bit more direct or even borderline accusatory. Like, yeah. what were you thinking when you built this? Yeah, why? Versus this, hey, we're on one team together. We're working together. We're trying to make this better. Help me out. Let's get to understanding when was this built? Why was it built? Just walk me through it. Yeah. Where do we get this information? Could be one. Or who do you collaborate with to get this information? How did you do that? Oh, man, that's really good. And so when it's good, you've got to tell them it's good because if you just drop it right there, tell me, and you go on to the next question, they're still wondering, is that good or should I be doing something different? Oh, awesome, awesome comment, Kim. There's two things you've mentioned. It's the question, it's the words and the tone you're using in the question when you're trying to gather this information or trying to understand what's happening. But then the second piece is, showing appreciation or even recognition of good work. Yes. That's fantastic. I love that. I don't know that I do that, but now I'm even thinking in (laughs) when I'm working with teams, right? I think I tend to go into a gathering mission and I'm just acquire, acquire, acquire as much information as I can, as quickly as I can. I don't know that I've stopped to think, hey, was this good? Should I say this to this person? I don't think that I've probably done that as well as I could. All right, so we've had a really good conversation here about replacing previous leadership might be a little bit different, things you want to take into consideration about your style. So the team's used to a different style. Maybe you are more authoritarian and the previous leadership was laissez-faire. They were hands-off, kind of laid back and let the team run itself on its own. Do you recommend the authoritarian leader, the new leader coming in, should they adjust to the team? Or should the team be adjusting to the leader? How does that work in your mind? That's good. That's good. I think it's a 
For me, I'm going to go in with a definite yes. I feel like the leader should be adjusting the style, not necessarily to the team, but to the situation that the team is in. So what does the team need right now and why do they need that? to me, would be a reason for adjusting your leadership style. And then I think the other thing is not just adjusting it, but the timing of it. So I think of like an airplane landing, they're coming in hot, right? They're coming down the runway, they touch down, and they're still going 60, 70 miles an hour, whatever an airplane does. Like 300 miles an hour. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a pilot. I don't know. Versus like the helicopter kind of comes in Mm -hmm. slow and kind of, you know, touches down lightly. And so if your style is different and you need to still get some things done, considering how hot are you coming in? Because mm. if you come in hot and it's not working, you can almost damage the relationships where the people are like, I don't like you and I don't want to build a relationship with mm. you. And they back out and their hands off versus if you're coming in slowly and you start to build the relationships as you start to introduce the style slowly, I think can work a little bit better. So coming in too hot, that means to me, if I'm replacing a leader, maybe the beloved leader who's been there for a long time, maybe it was a short-term leader, it doesn't matter. I, as that new leader, should have some level of understanding what was the previous style this team has learned under or has been working with. And there's some level of adjustment. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing adjust a little bit. Don't come in too hot because the implications of that are damage to relationships. And man, that is a step back in my mind, having to recreate this relationship or work harder at this relationship because I potentially came in too strong or too clear or too direct, whatever it might be. Right. Especially when the organization is asking you to do something different with this team. Like, let's just say this team was set in their ways and they did the same thing, cranked out the widgets the same way every day. And the organization is asking you to get innovative. They need this team to think differently, to think outside the box, to do things differently. And so you can't just come in and go, all right, here we go. It's going to be innovation station right here. Yeah, we go. That's where we're <laughs> headed, people. And so it's getting them used to these new lines of questioning, new meetings, and how things are a little more collaborative so we can do that versus coming in hot like, I need change. Mm-hmm. Get ready, people. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> get on this train. I have had a friend who said that. I need you to get on the bus. And this is where the bus is going. That's one approach, right? So what are you doing the rest of the day? Woo! You know what? Last weekend, I did quite a bit of shopping. Oh, you got returns. <laughs> Some returns. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my least favorite thing. But it's not because I just bought a bunch of stuff and don't like it. I bought a pair of white pants. Okay. And they have an ink mark on them oh. that I didn't see. And I don't think I'm going to be able to get it out. So yeah. I'm going back to exchange those. That's one thing. I thought you were going to say they were so thin that you could see. <laughs> Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. All right. I got a birthday party to plan. My oh, son is fine. double digits this year. Whoa. Double digits. How it's did our that first happen? Year. I know. It's gone so fast. So birthday planning is happening for us in our household. And we are 
thrilled because we're going to have a real birthday party this year. Last oh, yeah. Year we did. We're finally, finally there. Yeah. So Do you have I'm a theme yet? pumped and excited. It's paintball. Paintballing, oh, baby. come on. Can I come? You can come. <laughs> you got to wear your gear. He's all about Ask it. Ask him. He's going to be like, no, you're way too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually inviting. We are inviting adults. The dads. Oh, yeah. Dads and the kids. That is an excellent idea. It's going to be fun. I love it. Those of you who are listening, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Do you adjust your leadership style? How do you adjust your leadership style? Don't come in too hot. If you got anything from this, come in like a helicopter. A little slow. Take a look. Pay attention. I like it, Kim. That's right. So (laughs) I totally (laughs) lost it. We haven't been here for so long. That's right. Then don't forget to share this podcast with your leadership friends, with your leadership circle. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. That'll put us in your feed every week. Then come back again for an extra shot of leadership.